Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buds, it's me, Hannah Hart, coming to you live from inside of your car. That's how podcasts work. Oh, just kidding. What if you're not in the car? Anyway, inside of your computer phone. But I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you guys about something incredibly exciting. Why? Because I love you. Anyway, the incredibly exciting announcement is this. Hannah Gelb and I will be going to three cities to do Hanalyze This Live. Yes, Hanalyze This Live, our first podcast tour. What will happen? Will Hannah vomit on stage from nervousness? We'll find out when it's way too late to know. Anyway, if you live in or around San Francisco, Pomona, California, or San Diego, be sure to go to HanalyzeThis.com to get your tickets. You'll be able to buy a special VIP package that'll let you meet the Hannahs or just a ticket to the show to watch as this shit goes down. Anyway, head to HanalyzeThisLive.com and get your tickets today. Now, on to the episode. Hannah Hart. Yes? I've been listening to so much My Dad Wrote a Porno that I want to do the whole episode talking like this. Wait, your dad wrote a porno? <laughs> no, I told you about my dad wrote a porno, right? Your dad wrote a porno? It feels weird to be talking about another podcast on this podcast, but that's okay. And this um, isn't even a plug. I'm just trying to come to terms with. Dude, this podcast yeah. is going to save the world. Paint me a picture. It's a little bit like you saying last time someone wrote fanfic about One Direction guys at school, which is, and then his penis falls off every time he gets an erection because... Yep. Um, so this guy. You guys missed that episode. You really got to make sure you're listening every week because. Uh, this guy's dad. Yeah. Okay. So this English guy, I think he's a comedian writer. His dad wrote like an erotic fiction. He's in his 60s. Like a novella? Yeah. Okay. What's so amazing about it is not only is his son reading it <laughs> with his two friends who are also English, hilarious, comedian, funny writing people. Yeah. It's so amazing. It's just so sweet because it's like as if his dad has not only never had sex ever, which I think he has had at least once <laughs> because he's alive, has also never like seen a porn or read any actual porn. Well, wait, wait, why? What, what makes it sound It'll like He'll be like... Also has never read a book. Like <laughs> the me. writing is like it's like Blinda walked into the room and Trixie started massaging her breast nipples. <laughs> her breast nipples. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. The word vagina is said like all the time. Like vagina? And then a gin and tonic was poured into her vagina. Like what? Yeah. 
Oh my God. It's it was- like if a 12 year old alien child was told to write a story about human sexuality. I mean, it's so funny. So they read every episode is a chapter of this novella. Uh-huh. There's three books total. Oh my they God. They sold out the Royal Albert Hall. What? Reading. Yes, they have like 8 million listeners. It's amazing. They have footnotes. Oh my guests. <laughs> Daisy Ridley was on. What? Daisy Ridley was we like, can't, this we is can't my go back podcast. To, we can't go back to the Raylo stuff. I know we can't. Uh, really not right now. I know. We want to. I know. I know but okay. I won't do I know. It. How, I'm sorry. How did you find <laughs> this podcast? Oh my gosh. Well, I went to a wedding in the Midwest with my old college friends. Yay, Sammy. Congratulations. And my friend told me about it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I'm just totally hooked now. Oh my it God. is so funny. It is so funny. I am funny. so ready for that. But guys, I hope you're ready for us more because <laughs> yeah, welcome well. back to another week of Analyze <laughs> This. Please listen to this podcast too. Yes. Uh, it'll also check- change the world. Yeah, it'll also change the world. Guys, this week on Analyze This, uh, we are going to talk about stuff that we regret. <laughs> yes. And also, I need to update you on something that happened uh-huh. in my improv class, okay. which caused me to have a mental breakdown for like three days. <laughs> my I'm mental breakdown scared last, right like, now. Well, it was very interesting. I was in improv doing a scene. And then at the end of class, my teacher was like, Hannah, you need to like be Privately more or in front of the class? In front of everybody. <gasps> well, she does that to everyone. Oh. So it wasn't like just me or something. Because okay. what happened was we were doing a scene when my partner was like, ah, what a beautiful day. And I was like, yes, perfect weather for swimming through jello. I always say stuff like that. And I was like, God, why did I do that? Anyway, she was like, Hannah, I think you need to dare to be more boring. It's like you want everything to be incredibly exciting and interesting all the time. And... It doesn't have to be. And then I was like, oh my God, that's how my whole life is. Also, I have a total Zoe Deschanel complex where I feel like I have to be really charming and funny all the time. Mm. And it comes up all the time. Oh my God. All the time. So then I was like, it felt like a lightning bolt, you know? It was like, because I feel like I've always been aware of that stuff, but it just hadn't really been on the forefront of my mind recently. Mm. So it was like, holy shit, I'm still operating in this way. And it affects everything. Like your expectations. Because I would say that, like, in a, like, she probably thinks, like, if you're, like, swimming through jello, maybe she thinks that, like, in a room, because you don't do that thing. Here's the thing about if you hang out with people that do improv or comedy or comedians, like, you can't get a word in edgewise. Everybody's just like, zinger, 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 <laughs> zinger. And you're just like, I will vomit. You know, it's just too much. But I would say that you have so much energy and, and like, so much creativity, but you're not at all attention seeking. Oh, thank you. You're dude. very giving in a group, dude. I think it just felt, it was more like, it was like, this is how I want everyone to see me all the time. Like, I'm always trying to control everyone's perception of me, you know? And Mm -hmm. it makes it really, and it came up in in therapy too. Really? Because I was like, this is how I want you to see me. I'm so concerned with how you see me. Control and power. You know what? I'm your doctor now. So... I think that it would be interesting to explore next time you do therapy. When are you going to do it? I think in like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Got to earn that money back. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got to go on tour, dude. I make you them dollars. I would love to go like (laughs) bi-weekly. Yeah. That would be great. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the name of our podcast tour is get handed to therapy like twice a week. Hopefully, (laughs) Just kidding. Bi-weekly means every other week. I never know. I think think it means twice a week. I think it means every other week. Oh my God. Someone please let us know. Good Lord in (laughs) heaven. But I was going to say that we've established on this podcast as we psychoanalyze each other. Wow. I'm I'm sorry. As we analyze each other. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say. I 
I think and that people who want to control how they're being perceived or want to control others' reactions, et cetera, I think that the root of it might be people who've had power taken away at an early age. Oh. Maybe. Or one version. But yeah, that's something to explore. Oh, that's really Because you're always trying to get the power back. Mm-hmm. You know? Or there's Gosh. something there's something that leads you to feel like you don't have the power. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to get it back. Right. I, I never feel like I have power. Which ah. is such a sad way to go through life. I get, you know how like we always have people come over to our house. Like we host a lot, mm-hmm. Ella and I. We always are having people coming over. Mm-hmm. And I am so anxious anytime we're in a group. Because I am so concerned with making sure everyone has everything they need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, do you, well, you're good, you're good, you're good. Do you guys want to do this too? Everyone's entertained. Mm-hmm, everyone's mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm, and everyone's mm-hmm. showing that they're happy. Mm-hmm. But that's all just about me. I'm not actually being a good host. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just so anxious. It takes me a, it takes me a long, long time to calm down. Like, I can't comfortably sit on a phone in a room full of people. Mm-hmm, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, so I'm looking at all of you. Um <laughs> But yeah, and that sucks because also sometimes in groups, what happens is like we threw, we threw a party the other week and I was jet lagged. I was exhausted. We were engaged. It was like at the height of all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just wanted to tell some friends and family during the couple days I was in town. It was really, really small. You came up, you said hi, and then you left before the party. But I really appreciated that you came up and said hi because it was a huge deal. And we had this like all day barbecue and I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I was jet lagged, but I was also hosting, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like caffeine, booze, so tired, caffeine, booze, so tired, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay, Ella, we got to get everyone out by five. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Five o'clock comes around, every time I get time, it's not going to happen. I wasn't even encouraging it to happen. All right, we're going to get everybody out by 7.30 or 8.00. Not going to happen. Oh, by the way, I had a flight the next morning at 8 a.m. That's right. So I was really anxious too. Yeah. People ended up staying till midnight. Oh, Jesus, fuck. I know. And it gets even worse. The only thing that ended the party, at the very end of the night, it's just like maybe like seven people left. And I just got into this like spiral of like, I was so drunk, so tired, so exhausted, so out of like, just not in a good place, right? Like just, I'd hit my socializing wall Mm -hmm. and pushed myself through the wall. Oh, You know what I mean? And then you're just like, I hate all these people. And then you're just in a negative headspace. And I just started zeroing in on this one topic with this one person. And I wasn't reading any social cues. I was way too intense. And then when I noticed how uncomfortable everyone was, you know what I did? I doubled down. I just got more intense, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was awful. And, and the next morning, I, I, well, I apologized that night because, I don't know, I came to my senses in one brief wave. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why I'm being so intense. I'm really tired. I'm really drunk. I'm really sorry, everybody, for making things weird. You know? I made things weird. I was the person that did that. So then the next morning I wake up and I send even longer apologies to eat, to any individual that, like, I had, well, it was really only like one person. But still, I sent them a really long apology text. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I am embarrassed. I'm like, just, I was such bad form. I was, I'm really sorry. There are no excuses, but here's how I was or whatever. And they didn't write back for like a week. Oh, God. Yeah. I was on an airplane thinking, well, I'm, okay, when, when I land, I'll get the text reply. Mm-hmm. And obviously I was scared about the reply. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing. It was, it was torture. Oh, God. I was so embarrassed. Oh, so embarrassed. Yeah. You know? Oh, buddy. I know. You know, but you did so good. Like, you know, you caught yourself. And that happens all the time. And then I felt really weird because I was like, what, in your friend group, really no one ever gets weird? Right. Well, it's not like 100% of the time in every group you do that. That's like something that happened 
once or twice. Yeah, and it's I've known not, these people you know. for a couple of years. Yeah. And well, what's even worse is that there were more Ella's friends than mine. They are Ella's friends. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, I want to make a good impression. It's our fucking engagement barbecue, you know? And that was another mm-hmm. thing I was nervous about. And every time yeah. I get nervous, I get way too intense, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, I love that about you. I know. <laughs> I think I love when you try and take someone's soul out of their body and I make know. them look at it. Just, that's just so endearing. But have you ever felt uncomfortable and then just decided, well, I guess I have to lean all the way in? Or not even decided. It was just like, I don't know. For some reason, like there being no response to the conversation made me feel like everyone was lying. Oh, yeah. Well, you probably felt like, you know, it's kind of like when you're in a situation and someone else is anxious, it feels like you don't have to be anxious because they're anxious for you. So you were probably like, well, no one is like saying anything or doing I'm anything. I'm going to say way too much. <laughs> I'm going to go so far out into left field that I'm going to say things I don't even mean, right, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's not like you were like, and I hope you die. I mean, I'm no, sure, no, no, that, right? no, so like, no, no, I was no just, too, it was damage. too much. It was too much, you know, mm-hmm. but it's been interesting to see, um, yeah. And so like, it's, it's kind of, it's resolved ish. They like texted back after a week. It's still like, it's unresolved-ish. I don't know. I still feel bad and embarrassed. Yeah. Dude, that's so interesting because I am currently waiting for a text back after apologizing to someone. What? Tell and me now, everything. Now I'm in that weird space of like, well, how, how do you know when you're like, well, I just need you to say something so that I don't have to feel bad anymore. And then that's right? like, well, that's not a real apology. That's not good. Mm-mm. Like, I want you to know, like, I'm sorry. Like, but at this point, I'm like, well, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. I- and it's like, I'm not trying to be selfish. I'm not trying to make the apology about me. I'm not being like, well, do you, 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 you should forgive me. I'm just being like, I'm sorry. And it's just that feeling when you get like silent treatment or radio silence or like, and they, they said like, oh, sorry about that. I was really busy this week. Whatever. I get it. But also, likely story. <laughs> but also like, I'm so riddled with guilt that if somebody sent me an apology text, even if I was still mad at them, by the end of the day, I would have had to have written something back out of like, you know, I fuck up sometimes too. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I'm not, mm-hmm. I mean, I still hate this person or I don't even like them. Like they don't ever have to like me again, but like, I feel compelled to at least say something. Right, right. You know? Let me ask you a little side question. What do you think of the text as vehicle for apology? Oh girl, I would have called. I would have called, but this person is also like a generic- Oh, that wasn't like a hand hard. No, no, no. I'm no. just like, cause people no. do that now. I call. People will be like, I'm going to tell you things that, I wanted to tell you for 10 years via this text message. I'm like, what the I know, fuck? people do. They feel like it's it's easier to unload via text but because- it's like, dude, the fa- eye contact, face-to-face interaction. Or if you hear someone's voice, you remember that they're a human being and you're right. like, maybe you're he- more hesitant about the things that you would have said over text. Oh my God, sometimes I'll be mad at someone for no reason and then they'll like, I'll see that, like, in real life, and I'm like, oh. You're just alive. You're just a You're person. also a meat puppet? Why was oh, I never mind. <laughs> meat puppet? Yeah. Wait, so what did you do that you had to apologize for? So what happened was, this was we were, while I was in um, Illinois for this wedding, I was there with, like, all these old college friends, you know, just, like, kind of fell into that, like, dynamic. And then there was also my good friend who was there, and she wasn't, like, really part of the group, but she mm. was, like, there, not just, not in that, like, friend group. But yeah. my friend. But, and also, like, known everyone a little bit. Acquaintance. So what happened was we were at someone's house, just, like, relaxing, having, like, brunch. And then I was like, oh, we should all, like, go for a walk because we've turned into our parents, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we're at a social function. Who would like to take a stroll? I just love a, it. a turn about the neighborhood. Mm. Um, so- I think I need to go for a constitutional. <laughs> 
a brief jaunt. Just stretch my legs a little bit, yeah. you know. Well, I need, my I need, sun hat. Oh, your knees. You're starting to feel it in your knees, huh? <laughs> Me too. Let's go. Exactly. So we, all the friends go and we're like walking around and we're like, ha ah! And then one of my friends is like, hey, wait, where's blah, blah? Like the good friend of mine. Right. And I was like, oh my God. We left her. Is she asleep? At this party. Or, no, no, no. Like, oh, the brunch was like a wedding soiree. Right, right, right. Big, bigger so we brunch. We left her and she doesn't know anyone. Well, and... wait, why was she, was she your date or like the person you brought to the wedding? No, no. I mean, so she then she invited. must know people. She was invited. Right, 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 right. So she does know people there. Was it like, I mean, I guess so. But like, I just felt like, well, I well you felt bad. Sorry. I felt sorry, bad. Sorry. I, felt, I, just yeah, I felt bad. And... Figure out her in relation to the wedding. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then I say, so I felt bad and I felt like, oh my God, I, you know, it's funny. I remember that time we were in Japan and we were at Tokyo Disney Sea and you got really mad at me because I like wanted ice cream. And then you were like, why don't you ever think about me? You just wanted ice cream. And then I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like that played in my head. Cause I was like, I am such a fucking selfish asshole. I'm only thinking about myself all the time. I never think about anybody else. Dude, I, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> What happened? What was the scenario? Why was I mad about you wanting ice cream? I I think maybe I forgot to meet you or like we were supposed to meet, but we didn't. And then you found me oh. and like, you know, something like that. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> I would like to point out, I did not have a cell phone. That's right. We had arranged a time. And we had arranged a time. You do not have a cell phone. I know. And I, dude. And be, then I had to find you. And it's just, it's true. I was literally distracted by ice cream. Yeah. Like that's the oh, kind of person oh, I am. That's a big Hannah button right there. <laughs> Being forgotten about is a huge trigger for me. Right. And I'm sure for her too. For every, no one wants to feel that well, way. Well, I don't know. Well, how'd she react? So you guys are, you're mid, so, how long in the walk? You're a couple blocks. So we're like, probably like, yeah, like three quarters of the way through. So it's been like. 20, an hour? And like, 20 minutes? Yeah, 23 minutes. And when then, you realized And then that, I felt bad too, because I wasn't even the one who noticed she wasn't there. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it was because it feels like it's like eight years ago. Like, it feels like I'm with this group of college people and like, every, you know, everyone's here, but so we go back and she's there and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So she was doing pretty bad. And then I texted her later and was like, hey, I'm so Wait, sorry. Wait, so the, is this pre-post wedding? Is the end of the this wedding? This is after the wedding. This is like so the this day is after the, the wedding. Goodbye day. Yeah. Like everybody's leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing's winding down. Yeah. And it's like a good, it was a brunch is the last of the wedding things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she felt ditched? I, well, let's see. We haven't talked about it. So I was like, <gasps> I don't know. Wait, okay. So exactly. what happened? So you went up to her and you're like, sorry about that. And she was like. Um, kind of, that's kind of, I could be wrong. I could be totally, I could be misinterpreting everything. That's kind of how it's. But then you me. sent a text. I said, so I sent a text. I said, Hey, I'm really sorry we left you. It sucks feeling left out. I should have communicated more about like the plan. Um, we love you. Have a safe trip. And I texted her again because there are horrible fires near her hometown. So I was like, Hey, I just want to make sure everything's okay because I see that there's fires and she still hasn't texted me back. And I'm like, okay, well, to be fair, she could be running from fire. Or she's talking to her family who are running from fire. So, but I really, this is my first kind of weirdness with this person. So I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. So, Dude, that sucks. I she know. hasn't written back at all? So she hasn't written back. Wait, so and you also, guys went I on a walk. And also, I feel like her tweets are really angry now. They're not her, directed her at tweets? me. tweets? But they seem kind of angry. You think you're being subtweeted? No, 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 no. I mean, mm, I don't know. If they're not I'm, directed at you, but you think they're about you, that is the only definition of subtweeting. No, no, no. They're definitely not about me. Like, okay. there's no way. But it seems be. like she's in a bad mood. It just seems like, yeah. Might which, be the fires. That might be the that fires. That could, you know, could but be. But she hasn't written back anything at all. She hasn't written back anything. How long have you guys known each other? Um, Since our freshman year of college. So over a decade. Over a decade. Yeah. And you've never had a fight before? We've never had a fight. 
because we've always been kind of like casual. Queens. It's kind of like, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, okay. I feel like we're the kind of friends who, even if it's been a really, really long time since we talked, we can just pick up where we left off. Love it. And we talk about all kinds of stuff. Good. You know? Yeah. So <sighs> I don't know what to do. And I, and I'm like, it's really, I feel terrible. And it's just bringing up all like, no, I'm totally making this about me now. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm such a shitty person. I'm the only person who does shit like this. I don't even, I don't think about I anyone. Know. I it's can a- only keep like two people in my mind at one time, me Ugh. and one other person. And like <laughs> Me and the person I've wronged. Me and the person <laughs> reacting to me for sure. Exactly. And I'm like, God damn it. Why am I such a fucking self-obsessed crazy asshole? Ah, uh, dude, I, people, uh, things like that happen, but it does suck when you feel like your apology has gone unmet, but let's not make it about them meeting your apology. Let's analyze or rather analyze the <laughs> apology itself. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about the anatomy of an apology. You know, there's a lot of power in the moon. You know what, though? My friend told me that the reason people think the moon affects people is because back in the day when there was no electricity, people were more laying low and it was dark and then the full moon gave you more light to be like rambunctious and get into shenanigans. And that's why it came about that the full moon is associated with craziness. Mm, This sounds like a friend who, I don't know, doesn't doesn't love fun. (laughs) She was like, but then after that, she said like, and at the same time, I totally believe that it affects people because... I was like, oh, okay, good, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I also think that I'm affected by the sun, and dare I say it, each day. <laughs> that was my segue. I winked at Hannah openly because uh, right now we guys are going to talk to you about something that we like to do daily, which is eating daily harvest. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I don't think I've bought groceries in six weeks. It's too hot. It's too much work. Moving around in the kitchen makes me want to die. Mm. Daily harvest is amazing you can literally just put it in a blender and then it turns into food and you don't have to do anything and you get to open the freezer and feel the cold cold air on your body oh yeah (laughs) take me there daily harvest take me there it's so great because not only can you get like smoothies but you can also get like there's a matcha latte one oh and the last time i had one i had the overnight oats and i really loved that one so daily harvest i hope you're listening to this ad and i hope you send us more And I hope you guys get some too at daily-harvest.com with the promo code Hanalize. You're going to get three free cups in your first box, which is amazing. That's promo code Hanalize for the first three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com slash Hanalize. Right. I know it doesn't sound like a cup, like you might think, oh, a cup, but one cup of daily harvest is like a magical rainbow filled experience. Yeah, it really is. I, like I kind of want to decorate my room the way that they're like cups are decorated yes i don't know how they do it (laughs) they probably do it daily at (laughs) daily-harvest.com slash analyze now let's get back to our feelings we're back dude we're gonna get like a I hope this is a uh, Nobel Peace Prize for this episode. Where did you find this? So tell us about. What oh my working. gosh! Wait, my... this is paper sound. It's real. Yeah, this is something I printed out on a printer. Oh my god! I'm so proud of you for having a printer. Oh, I printed it at work. Oh. <laughs> Good. Wow! I'm so proud of you for being resourceful and knowing that, like, yeah, just print it at work. Just print it at work. Who? No one. Has, no one in our generation owns a printer. Are you yeah. kidding me? So I got this from my dad actually because he was telling me that he went to I think a workshop of some kind and. Talked about it. And wronged someone human in a humiliating well, manner? No, no, he's well, it was very emotional actually. We had lunch and he said, I learned about this anatomy of apology today. And there's not exactly a right or wrong way to do it, but like 
There is kind of. <laughs> and so we talked, he said, we, I learned about all the parts of an apology and then we like practiced in a group and I apologized to you, you oh, know, and like, yeah, I'm sorry for all dad, this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry. I was mean and scary sometimes. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> oh my God. so, uh, let's, let's talk about apologizing. Right. Okay. So first I was trying to think too, is Whoa. there something I, is besides this person I just mentioned, mm. Is there someone else I feel like I need to apologize to? Oh, like a meta, like, I feel deep like spiritual apology? And do I feel like I'm owed an apology from someone else that I have never received? Do you Do you have anyone like that? Uh, I don't think I'm owed, owed anything. I have very low feelings of self-worth. Uh, <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, by the way, guys, sorry, just in general. Do you want to run me over with your car? Because that's cool also. I understand. <laughs> You know, um, I don't know, but that's a defense mechanism because I am like, I don't care about them enough to own, have, feel like they should apologize. <laughs> so I got some more work to do on that. I want to figure out if the way I apologized, you know, as we discussed earlier, uh, in our embarrassing, bad behavior moments that we had, uh, mm-hmm. maybe there, the, the radio silence is a reflection of perhaps there's a way I could have apologized more better maybe no absolutely totally i mean you know? it, was a, it was a bit of an awkward situation there was like lots of people there yeah she was like getting leaving at that moment mm. and it felt very hard to give like a hey like a genuine like yeah Dude, and sometimes over text it doesn't do it but right. let's check out how this anatomy of apology is defined okay. and see you know what we think yeah. and i don't think this is like the definitive anatomy of an apology like i'm sure there are the know. i don't think there is a the right <laughs> oh, I, probably not and just in general i mean it is a word no i mean yeah but i mean like <laughs> Is there a definitive anything? I mean, there's two Hannahs. That's right. <laughs> Just that. I always say whenever I meet another Hannah, I'm like, yeah, well, that was first. Oh, even fuck. if even if they came, even if they're older than and me. And then and then and then you lean really close. You get Lucas. <laughs> You're like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, go go go. Sorry. Okay, so the first part, which I think is really the most. If you don't have this, then go home. The apology must acknowledge responsibility. So the person making the apology needs to take responsibility for having done something wrong. It is an effort to right the balance between the offender and the offended. For example, saying, I'm sorry that you're upset by what I said. It's not taking responsibility for your actions. Uh, So that goes out to a lot of fucking people out there. (laughs) That's not a fucking apology. The next time someone says to you, dear earbuds, I'm really sorry you feel that way. You can be upset because that's bullshit. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Uh, men also. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I wonder why that person DM'd you. Why is Hannah so angry? <laughs> There's been a lot of times where a man's like, hey, can you stop having feelings? It's making it hard for me to feel good about myself. Yep. Well, it's an I statement. It's a, it, it's it, At the heart of it, it's an I statement, right? Saying, you're, you're upset by what I said is not comforting. Saying, no, right, right. Yeah, and it know? completely avoids, it's like, oh, well, you're feeling that way. You shouldn't be. Well, and it replaces the responsibility immediately on the other person. Exactly, exactly. The, the difference between the eyes, and we probably should do a whole fucking episode on it, between the I statements and the you statements can be so subtle but so important. Mm-hmm. For instance, you're stressing me out makes oh, someone God. feel defensive. They're yeah. Like, I'm not trying to stress you out. But then you but have to, then like, you like act into that dynamic. Yep. And you act into the dynamic. But saying like, I feel stressed out right now. I'm sensitive. I will be like, okay, what can I do to help? You know what I mean? Dude, Same thing totally. with apologies. I'm sorry that you felt that way. That seems like it's your problem. What about number two? Ooh, the apology must be specific. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it names the mistake. Like, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, it names the mistake that caused harm. It is more than saying, I'm sorry for what I did. 
It identifies the error you made. Generalities will not do. I mean, I'm, I'm reflecting on that text I sent. And uh, so far, I'm like pretty much two for two. So, All right. Well, let's see what the next one is. Okay. okay. Wait, do we feel like we need to explain that more? Uh, say what you did. Don't say I did. Yeah. Well, right? I think it's like, it's basically like you have to. Okay. Have to be aware of what it is that you did. Right. Well, and okay. At the very bottom, it says, most of all, an apology is a willingness to let go of the ego and treat another person with with, with, <laughs> with respect. Mm. So it's like all of these things are the most painful for the person making the apology. And it's like, yeah. You are apologizing. It should be kind and of uncomfortable. It goes on to say, it is an expression of honesty. It is a sign of strength rather than a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, let's do number three. Okay. The apology must express how the mistake hurt the other person. Okay, so it's not enough to say, I'm sorry I did that thing. You have to be like, I'm sorry I did that thing. Because it made you feel this way or like, because it made you, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's another step of like, I like, have to take whole responsibility for this. Like when I had my big bad behavior moment, I mainly felt bad because I was like, to, to Ella also, I was like, I'm sorry that I caused an issue with some of your friends. Cause I know how anxious you are about your friendships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is what I said. Oh dude. So oops. Number three. No, <laughs> Wait, let's, let's read what You're the, not making this about the ego at all. Not at all. <laughs> Clearly. Okay, so... What does the paragraph say? It says, the apology should let the other person know that you understand his, her feelings. God, that's huge because a lot of the time when people apologize, they don't. They're just saying they're sorry. It's sometimes when people Certain say I'm sorry. Certain politicians come to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sometimes people say I'm sorry when they mean, I want this to be over now. And right. So whatever it is you need to make that happen would be what I am here for. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I would like you to not be mad at me anymore. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this so that I can feel better. Mm -hmm. Dude, this is hard. I mean, I can't say with all honesty that I've, I mean, a lot of times it's a mixed bag. It's a learning curve, right? It's a learning curve. I want to finish this just because I think this is interesting. It goes on to say, the apology should express some empathy for the other person. I understand you were really worried that something might have happened to me when I was an hour late for dinner. Wow, that's some advanced fucking talking. I mean, right, right, dude. Sometimes when I'm apologizing, though, I just feel like so much shame. Well, it's different. So if I'm apologizing to somebody who's actually farther from my intimacy circle, it's easier. I can have like more clarity and be like, Let's use all my best language. Let's really get down to it. I am sorry, person. Like, you know, Mm -hmm, it's easier mm -hmm, almost. mm -hmm. But when you're with your intimate and it's like on the daily, it's like, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really get it. No, I do. I get it. So there it is. Well, I think that works sometimes. I feel like we've done that. I do do that with you. You know, but But I'm always like, yeah, because we've had, we've had all those long talks like already. And I get to go, I know, I know. I really, I know. And I just like, I I stepped on your, I I pushed a button and I knew I was doing it at the time and I'm sorry, you know, but that's because we've built this language through having a lot of. And I trust you. I'm not like, oh, Hannah's really fucking lying. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like most people don't ever get past number three because I think. Feeling to real. express how the mistake hurt the other person. And feeling empathy for someone else. That and takes work. That's a skill. Empathy is discomfort mm-hmm. because then you have to also vicariously hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and people that want to avoid any feelings of hurt generally do not have empathy. Right. You this know? is like basically leveling up in a video game. So okay. what do we do to, how do we push past that? So it's like, okay, if you don't well, want to acknowledge the, the other person's hurt, could mm-hmm. it be coming from a place of you not wanting to feel the hurt? And what if you're never ready to acknowledge it? 
What if you're like, oh, I can say, I can say out loud, but you don't actually feel it. What if you hate them? <laughs> well, but you got to keep things kosher. Right. Because you work together. Like maybe, or yeah. Something. Or they're in your extended family. Oh my God. What if it's your dad? I mean, this is, this is probably happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I really doubt that these are the kinds of apologies people are saying to each other day in, day out. I mm. think it's more like, I'm just going to, we're just going to have words and we'll let that simmer for 30 years. Uh, yeah. I don't think this uh, anatomy of an apology handout um, is something people achieve on the regular, but <laughs> we can try. We can try. We can try our best. Uh, may, may I do number four? You may. It's, yeah. it's kind of intense. Number four. The apology may involve regret and guilt. Nah, that sounds pretty par for the course. Mm -hmm. The apology needs to express remorse. A real apology involves pain, suffering, and soul-searching regret. It may express your concern that your mistake may have jeopardized your relationship and that you value the relationship. I'm sorry. Four out of four. Okay, listen. (laughs) I ended my apology text with, your friendship is so important to us, and I am so sorry for any damage I may have done to that. Yeah, dude. No, you did great. You no, did. I know, I know. I'm just like, I guess I'm just saying like, wow, I'm It seems amazing. like it's, you're, you know, you're you're still really feeling this uncertainty. No, right now it's pride. Like, okay. I, this is pride. This yeah. is pride. This is pride. You know, like mm-hmm. I was feeling a lot of pain around it. And now as time passes, I'm getting more proud again. Like, but like, mm-hmm. that's not good. I'm not saying I'm in the right. I'm just saying like, yeah, you, sh- you should accept my apology. It's a great <laughs> apology. Well, that's, then, yeah, that's really hard. That's not making it about them. Is it right? I should recognize that they might need time and space around the issue. Cause a, I barely remember what I said. B, I don't know what my words meant to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I pushed on big buttons in their lives mm-hmm. because I don't know them. Right, right. And you're inebriated. And I was so, right. so drunk, yeah. And jet lagged. And jet lagged. And I had a flight at 8 a.m. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, wait, let's just keep well, going. Well, you know, this is very hard, I think, because I think the more fragile your ego is, the harder it is. And personally, as long Shut as up. With a very fragile <laughs> ego. My ego's great. No, oh, yeah, I have a very yeah. fragile ego. I love your ego. When I'm sorry pe- I said shut up. <laughs> when people are mad at me, I have like a, I have like a nervous breakdown because I'm like, am I not a perfect princess? Yeah. Like, that's where my mind goes. So it's really hard to genuinely I'm feel like so oh my God. glad you no longer make us call you Polly Paga. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Just kidding. That never that never was a thing. I know. That was never Hashtag San Francisco 2009. Sorry. Stop trying to get that fan excited. <laughs> you want to do number five? Okay. <laughs> number five. The apology must express a willingness to change behavior. Yeah. Big time. But what if they're wrong. What if the behavior is like, I ate your burrito? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does deserve a real apology. Mm. If you're thinking about your half of burrito that's in the fridge like all day and you get home and someone ate your burrito. That's not great. That could cause like a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. So then with the willingness to change the behavior, don't put burritos in the fridge. <laughs> Can't trust them. Can't really, really sorry you feel that way, but you really shouldn't have put in the burrito. That's a perfect example of a terrible apology. <laughs> I'm sorry you put a burrito uh, in the fridge. You know, I thought you were looking a little chubby, so. Yeah. Oh, that just got even worse. Now that's just being mean. But, but like, think about the burrito as an analogy. Like, people do say, like, I'm sorry that, you know, saying, like, I'm sorry you were hurt by that is saying, I'm sorry you put a burrito in the fridge and then I ate it. Okay? Anyways. So, wait, what, what does it go we're, on to say? So we're on number five. The apology must express a willingness to change behavior. It lets others know that the mistake will not occur again. Hopefully. 
I added that hopefully. Um, sometimes some sort of restitution is called for. One way of handling this would be to say, let me know if there's anything I can do. Ah. <laughs> and you have to mean it when you say it. Oh. You know. I meant it. Um, you know, this is interesting. It makes me think of when I was in college, my good friend lost a loved one. And she said only one person ever actually said to her, I'm so sorry that this person died. Because everyone else is too afraid to say it. They just say, I'm so sorry. And it meant a lot. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I also failed to say that because I am so afraid of everything all the time. You're like, I definitely did that to you, y'all. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we have a friend that whose dad just died. Um, and she's like, I guess, 27, 28. And, uh, you know, I was trying to talk to her and I was like, listen, you just, you know when Mario goes down like the tunnel or like a pipe and he's not on the same level anymore? Or like they take a pipe and it's a shortcut? It's like, sadly, like you are on a different level now than a lot of the people you were playing on the same level as. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, there are, di- it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Mm. Let's talk about grief. No, let's not. No, we should talk about grief. Mm. Not this episode. Not right now. <laughs> and maybe like, not ever. No, we'll talk about grief. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, fine. Okay, and last <gasps> one. Oh, Sorry. you want to do the last one? Yeah. Okay, this great. This one's really great, I think. Hey guys, if you're listening and you're like me, don't let it bother you that we went out of order just now for Hannah Gelb to read the last one. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just trying to make you a little more flexible, dude. That's all. Oh, I, know. I know we have control issues. When I say we, I mean you. I wish but- you my hand. <laughs> I, my hands are sweating. But yeah, you should do that. Okay, number six. Um, go. Okay, number six. If the offense was made publicly, the apology must be public. Also, it's not fair to offend somebody publicly and then make an apology in private. Like apologizing Whoa. before they even left. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm being sassy. No, I'm just kidding. I, I feel terrible about <laughs> it. So you really it. are six for six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? That's not, but no, I'm, I'm, I must not be. You know? Well, because think, maybe it's my number five is what's missing. Well, you've... Okay, for, you're trying, first of all. That has to be acknowledged. You're putting effort in. We're not perfect. It's not, it's not like an easy, clear-cut thing. I mean, we have it on a page, but it's not easy. <gasps> There should be a number seven that says, have no expectation of forgiveness. <gasps> You're right. Because that's what's missing for me. Right. I expect forgiveness. Right. It's like you can do, you can put your best foot forward and do what you can do. You can c- control your behavior, but you can't control their behavior. You can do six out of six, yeah. but you can't do six out of seven. Like, right. you, you know, or you can do six out of seven, but you can't do seven out of seven to be like, you owe me your forgiveness. Mm-hmm, Why does mm-hmm. this person owe me anything? Dude, that's such a good point. Yes. Dude. You could do all these things and they could still not forgive you and that would be fine. That would be fine. that's how fucking life is. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, revelations. Left and right. I don't even know where, how we get done. I mean, that's it. As far as I'm concerned, this is the best episode we've ever made. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good right? Guys, if you have something to apologize for and you're struggling with it, we will post the handout so you can, you know, read it uh, on the Hanalized Pod Twitter and Reddit. Please also And go also a uh, shout out to Hannah Gelb's dad for having cool stuff sitting around. I love you. Uh, he, is, he is really <laughs> great. I am so grateful to him for making you. Aww. You know? And uh, shout out just in case the person Ugh. who I offended is listening. I... <laughs> I am sorry and no longer expect your forgiveness. That's okay. And also the person who I offended, if you're listening, I just want you to know that. Text to Hannah back, dude. You know, no, Hannah. Oh, that you're yeah. killing her. You're eating just, her up inside. You're texting. Stop it. Right, just saying. I just want to say. I Hannah's friend. I think you should text her back. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Matt. I just want to say I love and admire you very much. I totally understand that I am really selfish and stupid sometimes. And 
That's um, your friendship means a lot to me, and I value you as a person, and everything. Everything's fine. If you're mad, if you're mad, you could not be mad. But if you are mad, that's totally fine. I just want you to know, I'm here for whatever. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I mean, it was fluid, cohesive, <laughs> concise, and felt real, like good. Did it feel real? No, I know you feel bad. Okay. Because I know you and I love you. And if this person doesn't forgive you, they're not worthy of you in their lives. <laughs> so remember that, everybody. Uh, please click, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, Tantalizes. We are here every week, and we can even be here in front of your faces. Oh, my God. As long as you buy tickets to the Analyze This live tour show, which we didn't name, but we're just calling it tour. Mm-hmm. So if you guys head to analyzethislive.com, you we will get tickets. Website. We have a website, oh. and we have got three tour dates in three cities. Hannah Gale, what are they? Friday, September 21st in San Francisco at the Swedish American Hall. September 22nd in Pomona, California at the Glass House. Um, September 23rd. Anna Caleb's hometown, San Diego, at the Irenic. Yeah, so get your tickets today and make sure you're there because if no one shows up, I'll I will never do anything again with the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, wait, no, that's not fair. It's not your guys' responsibility. I mean, we could just make this podcast for our friends and family. That's no, true. earbuds only. <laughs> and our friends and family. Love you guys. We will see you again next Tuesday. Yay, yeah. Thank you for listening. 